It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. And if it's the first time you're joining the show, my accent is French. Straight from Paris, capital of love, city of lights. I want to open this show with a nice quote I found on Instagram. I want you to take a listen and see if you like it too. It's about falling in love. It says, when you fall in love with someone, you aren't interested in anyone else. If you are, well, you aren't in love. And I so believe in that. That's why I believe, you know, when you're dating and you're dating multiple people, the minute, even the second you fall in love, you have zero interest in continuing dating anybody else. It's a great sign that you're falling in love. Just keep that in mind. Your questions are next on the rendezvous 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship. Call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Léla. Bonjour, Simon. Um, <laughs> so I'm a newlywed, and my husband and I are looking for a bed. And we thought it would be a very easy, you know, go into the store, mm-hmm. you pick one bed, you leave, you come home, and it's been nothing but arguments. He wants a firm bed. I want soft. <laughs> I want to spend this much. He won't spend that much. And I don't know how to communicate with him about this. It's interesting you say that. Um, before I answer, what do you think is for him the priority? The firmness of the bed or the cost of the bed? Do you think if he had to choose, which one would he agree is the most important to him? I don't think it's the cost for him. Like He's more, he wants something that's going to last a long time and he would okay. rather spend more and okay. get a good bed. And what about you? What is your priority? The firmness or softness of the mattress or the cost? cost. I don't want to spend $3,500 on a bed. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, that is a lot of money, but he's okay spending 3500 for the bed? I mean, we kind of had budgeted at the most 2000 and then we saw this one diamond bed by, you know, <laughs> by Beautyrest, and all of a sudden, that thing is $3,500. It's got bells and whistles, and this it kind of comes up, and then it goes down, and then your feet come up. Like, it's got stuff. It's Definitely uh, worth it, but it's a lot of money. Yes, of course. So he's at thirty five hundred. You at two thousand. Can we make it half between the the two? So like twenty seven hundred. Yeah, I mean that's definitely possible. Okay, because I think to solve this issue, um, you both have to be a win win. You have to give him some. He has to give in on some. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fair. Okay, and another thing I recommend to you is you go to Macy's or any store you like, and then finally when you have options, like two or three options each or one option each, then you can try it first, agreeing on the fact that the budget is not the 2000 neither the 3500 he wants to spend, but between 2000 and 3500 there's 2750 Right. So yeah. Right? So maybe a compromise yeah. would be, would be, would be good. good. Okay. I think so. We have to compromise. Okay. Thank it's, you. It's a golden rule to have peace in the house. Compromise, a beautiful word. Yeah, I should look it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look it up. All right, Layla. Thank you so much for your call and good luck to you with that new mattress. Okay, thank you. Compromise. You want to know the true definition of compromise in a relationship? Stay with me. And that's next. When you think of a compromise in your relationship, how would you define it? This is what I found on Google, actually. A compromise is settling a dispute by mutual concession. We should all have on our fridge 
if we're in a relationship, partnership, marriage, whatever, that definition in big, compromise, settling a dispute by mutual concession, underlying concession, meaning giving in. Listen, I want to emphasize on this. I want to tell you a story where I've learned from my own parents who've been married 54 years, what's a good compromise? You want to hear that story next. I'm Simon Marcel and you're listening to The Rendezvous. The accent is French. I was born and raised in Paris from two wonderful parents, Robert Elizabeth, married 54 years. Talking about compromise, here's an interesting one. My mom is a very early bird. She, she likes to have a coffee and breakfast, if it was up to her, at 5.30. Alone. I mean, if my mom haven't had a coffee first, don't talk to her. Like, she, ooh la la, she's not in the mood. My father, on the other hand, likes big breakfast around 8 or 9 on the weekend, sleep in and all this. So here's what they agree to do so. My mom still has her coffee at 5.30, but she doesn't really eat much. She waits for my dad, and he wakes up a little earlier so they can both eat the breakfast together. And that's wonderful. So my mom is in a good mood, and my father's in a good mood because he sees my mom and he loves my mom, and they all eat actually together the main breakfast. And that has worked for 54 years. And I'm telling you, if you don't have a good compromise when it comes to breakfast, the rest of the day will be very difficult for both of you. You call that next, 855-905-8255. A good love story or romantic gesture, it's like a good book. It's meant to be shared with friends. You have one? Call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Crystal, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Crystal. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a, a romantic gesture story I think you want to share. Yes. Anytime I share this story, I just, I relive it again, and it's just so special to me. Um, it was the beginning um, of my relationship with my husband. Now my husband. I was having such a bad time at work, and he actually called my boss and asked if I could take the day off because of a family emergency for him and made it believable, I guess, to her. I woke up the Friday before that, and we got mm -hmm. to take a four-day weekend. He surprised me with breakfast in bed with uh, a CD that I had really been wanting, and it was Bruno Mars, so I guess CDs, it was a while ago. Yeah. It was a Bruno Mars CDs, and I opened up the CD, and there were two tickets to the Bruno Mars concert in Vegas and he says we're leaving now and it was just straight out of a movie where I got to just my bags were almost packed we got on a plane flew out to Vegas got to stay at a great hotel enjoy great food and then getting to go see Bruno Mars which for me is just great and lively and enjoyable and happy and I even got a meet and greets and it was just an amazing time to be able to sit and chat with someone that I really enjoyed with the man that I love so much doing this for me, knowing that it would just bring yeah. me back to life after having such a cruddy time. He did really good. I, I like Bruno Mars. What's your favorite song? I think 24K. <laughs> Can you sing it for me? Oh, no. <laughs> I cannot sing it at all. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I had to ask. All right, then. I like Bruno Mars, too. Very talented artist. Great story. Thank you so much for sharing, and have a good night, Crystal. Thank you. By the way, if you want to know what's wrong with men and online dating, 
Listen to that next email dilemma I just got. We're going to have to answer that one next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but can dial in, send me an email with your question at therendezvousshow.com. All right, Trish, what's going on with Jelena and man? All right, so Jelena says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jelena. I'm trying online dating after being married for 22 years. Met this one guy. We met once. I thought we hit it off and we agreed we want to meet again. He goes away on a business trip and says he will text me, but I haven't heard from him from almost two weeks. He's been back in town for a week already. Do I just forget about it or do I reach out? I'm always the first one texting after a couple of days. What is wrong with men? (laughs) This is the second guy from a dating site that has just stopped communicating after months of texting back and forth. Jelena, what is wrong with men and online dating? I am going to talk about that next. Stay with me. What is wrong with men and online dating? I mean, Jelena just sent me an email and saying, Simon, I met this guy once, we hit it off, we agreed to meet again, and guess what? The guy goes on her, disappeared. And then she said, but it's not the first time. It's again and again. What's wrong with men with online dating? Now, Jelena, we got to be fair. The question is really what's wrong with men and women in online dating? Because it's not just one gender. Online dating is just a world of flickiness. we got to know it. It's like we're meeting people, we say yes, we say no, and there's no commitment, nothing. And, and then here's which had the way to approach it, with no expectation. If somebody doesn't reach back to you, don't reach back. They're not into you. Plain and simple. So please don't take it personally. Continue online dating, continue dating, continue to meet people, and the right person will come sooner or later, hopefully soon. You call the next 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, don't wait. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Meredith. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on? Bonjour. <laughs> so I've been in a relationship for a year and eight months now. Yep. And um, we started off as friends. And I think the, the trouble here is that we never really, like, dated. We just were, like, friends into into a relationship. But... I'm at the point where I don't know whether to continue or not because he's told me that he doesn't feel romantic towards me anymore. So mm. I'm trying to make it work, but I'm wondering, should I stay in this? That's a good question, Meredith. So when he says, I'm not feeling romantic towards you anymore, meaning you guys don't have ooh la anymore? We, we do on a regular basis, but that's what's confusing. So he doesn't so want to I'm cuddle? Confused. Where is the, the no romantic part of it? Um, he doesn't like feel like he wants to kiss me or like hug uh, me or say good morning, like those kind of things, and and that bothers me because like I'll go to kiss him and he's and he's like no, and I'm like why, and he's like I, I don't feel like kissing you right now, and it's weird. I see, and it used to be different back when. Yeah, of course. He takes you for granted. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And is there one reason to stay with a guy who uh, doesn't want to well, kiss you and be romantic to you? Well, we're really good friends, and I feel like. As friends, we work really well, so it's confusing. It's almost like friends with benefits, but we're in a relationship. <laughs> okay, um, so then let me ask this next question. Do you want to be just friends with benefits or rather be well, friends with that. no benefits? Yeah, we had a break a couple months ago. Okay. And, and we were friends with benefits, and then we decided to be together again. 
Um, okay, so now that you know how it works with him, do you want to stay with a man who doesn't want to kiss you, be romantic or not? Are you okay with that? Or you'd rather just break up, be just good friends or move on and have a, a man that wants to give you all of it? What do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> if you don't no, know, if you yeah. don't know, you're not ready to decide. And you've got to respect the timing. So here's what I, I advise you to do. Take a couple more months, six months. The day you've had enough, the day you don't feel anymore, you'll know it will be time to break up with him. But right now, I don't think you're ready yet. Yeah, I know I deserve better. And I know that I can get better. It's just, it's comfortable, you know? You've said the key word, comfortable. And I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to tell you, I don't think you're ready to break up yet. You're comfortable in that misery. But keep that in mind and follow your intuition. The day you've had enough, it's the time to throw the towel and move on, okay? Yeah. Thank you. You, you are Thank you. Mo- most welcome, Meredith. Have a good night. Thank you for calling. You know, I'm wondering, how long would you stay in a relationship without any romance anymore? Let's talk about that next. Here's a question for you. How long would you stay in a relationship where there is no more romance anymore? Like, Meredith just called me and she told me, you know, her and her boyfriend been together 18 months. You know, they have ooh-la-la, but you know what? He doesn't want to kiss her. He doesn't want to cuddle. He doesn't want any form of romance with her. And she said it's like a best friend. But I'm asking you, how long would you stay with a partner who doesn't kiss you, hold your hands, have any form of tenderness towards you? I would not stay very long because I think romance is the cement, the glue that keeps everything working together. You need romance to stay happy. Both ways, for men and women. Different form of romance. When you dry out the romance, it becomes mechanical. I think it's time to leave. Meredith wanted to stay a little longer. So then let's talk about when is it time to leave in a relationship. Next. When would you say, from your experience, it's time to call it quit? When do you, would you say it's time to say it's over in a relationship? Because you know what's the biggest enemy of that line, it's over? Comfort and insecurity. Comfort because we are comfortable in our pain. We are comfortable in our limits. We are comfortable in what we know. And just like Meredith just told me, yeah, you know, I, you know, I feel what's missing, but I'm very comfortable with him. Comfort is a very big enemy of evolution. Keep that in mind. The second thing is we all have, we're insecure. Am I going to find somebody else? Um, maybe nobody wants me, maybe nobody else is going to give me romance. Please, don't fall into the two traps, or you won't evolve. And you want to know when it's time to evolve? Follow your intuition. You'll never be wrong on the timing. And you know what it's time for now. Time to call me at 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, just dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Julie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Julie. How can I help you tonight? Well, I'm just wondering, um, my boyfriend and I have been seeing each other for a while, and we both come from families um, where marriage didn't really work out for our parents. Mm-hmm. So it's a big, really big commitment for us. We're not quite there yet, but I'm wondering what your thoughts are on when the right time is to like, move in together, because we think we might be ready for that step, but we're not, we're not quite ready for a lifetime commitment yet. I see. So, uh, how long have you guys been dating? Um, it's been a little over a year. Okay. 
Uh, to the question of how do you know you're ready to move in with somebody, it's almost the same thing of how do you know you're ready to uh, go out with somebody. It's a desire, meaning mm -hmm. you guys miss each other so much that you want to spend more time together and build the foundation for the future. So you, that's the when. Do you feel you're there or not yet there? I feel like I'm there. I I guess my worry is that it's like too soon. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I feel the desire. I, I'm not sure. I, I'm always wondering about like the practicality of everything. Right. When you say too soon, um, you said too soon why? Because you don't know him or too soon because financially you're not stable enough? No, we know each other well. And I think it might actually be cheaper to live together than to have two places. But um I, I guess like more uh, emotionally or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, well, it's it's a good point because Julie, emotionally, once you give up your own little place, you have nowhere to hide, right? right. So, and we and so usually when you have two different places and you guys spend all the time, there's a fight. You can go home, calm down, mm -hmm. or he can go home, right? And then you can talk calmly. When there's only one place for both of you, say bye bye to going home. That's just you and him. So right. I, I feel, Julie, maybe you should wait a little bit. I think you're still okay. hesitating. And I think mm -hmm. if you wait another six months or a year and keep on, you know, enjoying each other like you guys do, it's going to mm -hmm. build up more safety, more awareness, more desire to be together in a year. I would not rush it just hearing what you say. Thank you. That's, I mean, that's really wise advice. All right, then. So take your time. And when your intuition tells you it's time, that's the clock of life, your intuition. Always respect okay. it, okay? Okay. All right, good luck to you, Julie, and thank you for your call. Have a good night. Thank you so much. And next, I want to know when it comes to dating, do you prefer the old school way of dating or the online dating? So let's talk about that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I have one last question for you tonight. When it comes to dating, which way you prefer? The old school dating or online dating? Which one you prefer? So I had this question posted on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. And here are the results. It's fascinating. Take a listen. We found out through you votes that 95% of you, and that's a huge number, still prefer the old school way of dating, meaning introducing by friends, stuff like that, going out in public, a bar and all that. And only 5% of you online dating. Wow. I Listen. I like both ways, but I'm very old school, so I go old school and I'm not shy, so I understand. But I never expected the number of 95% of you voted. We prefer the old school way of dating. Man, oh man, what a learning. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. And if you miss me later tonight or tomorrow during the day, check out therendezvousshow.com. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.